0: today, a podcast series that focuses on big data and analytics, digital marketing and the latest trends in the digital world. I'm your co-host Jeremy Roberts and with me is my co-host Samir Khan. So today we're actually going to talk about, you know, what is marketing analytics and as a business owner or somebody within the business world, why should you care about that?
1: Hey Jeremy, how's it going today?
0: Hey Samir, how you doing?
1: Great. Yeah, this is an interesting topic, and this is you know, this is a topic that's been out there, and people want to know. Those who are in marketing field, they know analytics very well. They have been using analytics, uh, but those that are new to marketing analytics, or they want to become a marketing analytics professional, I think it's a very important question. Even for those who are in the business for a long time and they're doing marketing, uh, I think the online, the digital analytics, the digital data, which is exploding. Uh, I think it's very important for them to understand how can they fit this data and all these different marketing technology and try to make sense of it so this is a fantastic topic
0: yeah I think another aspect of that is you know as we increasingly move over in the digital world there there's more data that really drives business decisions and if you think about it prior to that there were, there were so few data points that you know that marketers had to be able to make. Decisions, whether you're talking about thousand dollar, multi million dollar decisions, you know, it, it really, there really wasn't a need for really true analytics, you know, marketing analytics, data, you know, data applications, and all these different things. But now, with so many different data points and so much coming in, and so much at stake, I, I think it's important for people to really understand, you know, you need a methodology, you need to be able to master marketing analytics and, and it really drives the business it, it's pretty intense
1: yeah, from what yeah, i think yeah and, and if you look at the customer's journey you know they, the buyer's journey today it's becoming much more complex uh, on an average uh, there are statistics that shows that on an average consumers are using more than one devices more than 50% of the time and they make a purchase which is it was not happening before you know they only had desktop and they could go home and or in the office they used a computer and make a purchase, but now they have mobile devices. They have wearable tech. There are so many different options. It just makes it more and more complicated. So if we look at the consumer journey, it is not only increasing lending, but also there is also multiple devices in there.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, let's let's go to the first question here. So, um, so give me your thoughts on it. Uh, what is marketing analytics really like? Give me a definition. Your definition of marketing analytics, and then you know why should a business focus on analytics within their marketing department?
1: So simply put, marketing analytics is measurement of your marketing activities. Uh, and that could be multifaceted measurement, You know, measuring the in ultimate outcome, which is the revenue that you're driving to the business. Now, some businesses will say, well, we are lead generation business, so we don't necessarily drive all the revenue. So for them, it's going to be the conversion metrics, which is number of leads you drove compared to the number of Uh, prospect or traffic you had on your website or your digital properties. Uh, On the other hand, marketing analytics could also be micro-conversion. So activities that the users are performing on your site, such as they're subscribing to an email form, they're subscribing to your newsletter, they're downloading white papers, they're clicking on social media icons. So there's a lot of those micro-conversion activities that most businesses you know, tend to forget and, you know, this is very important because when you think about marketing analytics as a whole, it's a combination of those micro and macro conversions put together that drive your ultimate uh, key performance indicators.
0: That's a a great example. And and actually, let me give you a quick storyline so that, you know, let our listeners really understand what we're really talking about. So back in the day, you know, let's say even 5, 10 years ago when people used to, you know, and marketing practitioners used to really manage all their different marketing channels, it was really easy to understand the different data points that you had. You know, you'd spend your Mondays, uh, you know, printing out your, your KPIs, and you'd be able to say, okay, here are all the click-throughs I had, here are the view-throughs I had, you know, here are the conversions I had, and so on. But now with so many different marketing channels that somebody has to manage, it gets really complicated. So today's marketer, Every Monday morning when they have to go and print out the report and send it up to management, they have to print out – let's say they have five different channels. Let's say you have uh, your PPC, your SEO, email, social, uh, display, and social, right? So you have five, right? And so with that, what they typically do is, is individually print out the data reports for each of those five different channels. And then they sit there and there's no way to combine them together. So what they'll do is they'll take these because they have different they're from different data points they don't talk to each other they have different kind of um, uh, naming conventions to what the different actions or events were, and they actually ha- all have multiple screens so you're able to pull up all these different data points together on this on multiple screens and you stare at it <laughs> that's what you do you sit there and you stare at it and you look for trends i I, I remember you know you and I were doing this before you know. We tried to figure out really how to all yeah. relate it all related together, and I remember having to try to import or import everything into a single Excel spreadsheet, and then from that single Excel spreadsheet, you'd run these multi-line graphs to be able to see where there was a dip.
1: Yeah, I remember that. You know, that that's very great.
0: I, yeah, and, and so I, I remember trying to do that, and then just sitting there thinking, "Oh, look, there's a trend." something's down but then again today's marketers they may say oh look that's great that's down but they're making the wrong decisions because they don't really understand throughout that buyer's journey where did that specific channel play in that journey so here's another example Um, marketers today will use all their different data and marketing analytics to be able to make decisions based on performance and a lot of what they'll do is just stack rank the easiest thing to do is just to say, "Give me all your ROI metrics, and let's stack rank to see which one has given us the best ROI and then the worst ROI. And the one that has the worst ROI, you just go ahead and cut it, because that's what management sees as something very simple. What happens is you identify that that really was the biggest key to you know your attribution. It was the biggest you know step that 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 customer took." In order to make it through that journey, make it through the funnel, and you just completely cut that process off, and then two months later, once all the residuals went away, you realized, man, my revenue is tanking.
1: No, yeah, and, and I think you bring so, up a very good point. Attribution, you know, that that's the key word, right? That's the one of the uh, most important word in marketing analytics and digital marketing today. Uh, and I think businesses are realizing they have the capability to do attribution. There are tools. Uh, you know, such as Google Analytics, IBM Coremetrics, Digital Analytics, uh, Omniture—they all provide now some level of attribution capabilities, which is great. Uh, so businesses are starting to realize it. Although I still think, uh, you know, to your point, uh, the basic attribution and what we can do with uh, multiple data points, such as you know, some of the companies like Edometry does more significant attribution. I think it is becoming extremely important for businesses to. Use these advanced level data analytics capabilities, and not just rely on, you know, traditional Excel or you know the old school stuff.
0: Fantastic. Okay, so let's actually move on to our second question. So, um, you know, let me know if you want me to answer this first, or you go for it. But uh, this is a big one. So a lot of marketers think, you know, every decision that I make really is within my own silo. You know, it affects my marketing. It affects my lead goal. It affects my revenue goal. But we all know it's not just you. The way that the, the way you use marketing, marketing analytics, it really drives decisions for other departments. And so, my question here is: you know, give give me an example of how marketing analytics can drive decisions for a uh, finance, uh, operations, and manufacturing, sales, product, and even you know HR departments.
1: That's a great question. So let's yeah. start
0: first. Yeah, so let's start with first yeah, with finance. So we keep track of this. So tell me an example of how market analysts can drive decisions for a finance yeah, I have department.
1: a very good example on that front because I've been in these financial meetings. Um, in traditional meetings, the way it happens is you know organizations have either annual, semi-annual, quarterly, or monthly budgets. So they go in these meetings and then you have these financial people. They come in and they say, hey, this is your budget. Go run with it. Uh, you know, here's what we have seen in the past, and this is what you can do. Uh, so it's a very one-sided meeting where the marketing uh, and digital marketing leaders and analytics personals, they feel very victimized because finance people can just give you any budget they want based on the metrics they ran. Uh, so, you know, we took a completely different approach in past where, you know, we saw this happening, and I was a victim as well, and I you know, consistently saw this happening. So uh, we try to take the bulls in the hand, and we said, okay, instead of we going to the table with a one-sided discussion, why don't we turn it around, use marketing analytics as our arsenal, as our tool, and go to the financial table with much more robust and advanced data. Uh, so we call this a uh, you know, So the monthlizer basically was a model that we used. Uh, we collected the data, historical data. We added some attributional data into it in terms of channel and the user journey. And then we built the monthlizer With statistics, uh, with accurate statistics, it can predict uh, the outcome well in advance. Uh, So what happened now, the conversation changed because we were arming ourselves with a really powerful model. We could go to the table and demand a different budget than finance had originally proposed. So we completely changed the game. And I think that's a very good uh, way how marketing analytics can be utilized to change the conversation with financial teams so you can demand budget.
0: Yeah, it's a great example. And uh, so let me go into the next topic, and I'll give you a personal example about you know, operations and manufacturing. So marketing, marketers probably think, what do I have to do with operations and manufacturing? I have nothing to do with it. But the thing is, is that marketing analytics helps to drive the trends, the seasonality, and really the hiring process. So being able to understand, you know, uh, let's say you have hourly workers that are downstairs in the factory and they're working on, you know, manufacturing your products, and your staffing team has to identify, um, you know, what uh, what should be the trends in the marketplace based on seasonality, where you have upswings and downswings. Marketing analytics allows you to be able to forecast that seasonality throughout the year and really understand trends where you see declines. And you see upticks in your sales, ticks in everything else, and what that does is really drive uh, operations and, and timing, uh, operations, hiring and manufacturing timing. Yeah, you know yeah. they have to really understand when should they staff people, because you, you don't want to be understaffed when you're in a peak season. I mean, I, I remember you and I in the past. Um, you know, here's an example for sales. Uh, you know, in the past we were looking at our chat teams. And one of the crazy things we always were like, well, are, are we as efficient with our chats? So I remember you and I were sitting there, you know, having being armed with all this great marketing data, sitting there with the sales team and the chat team and saying, you know, I think you need to staff more people at this time of day. And they looked at us kind of crazy, like, no, 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 no. this doesn't make any sense. So the first thing we do is we, we pulled out that data and we were showing them all the different trends. We were showing them. You know, the conversion rates on the different uh, calls and the chats that came in for the different times of day. And ironically, I I remember seeing a whole bunch of traffic coming in from the Australia market on a Sunday. And it, it almost doubled and tripled at the time. And because we were understaffed, our conversion rates started to drop. Our ROI started to drop. Everything started to drop. So we asked the chat team to actually double and triple their staffing on Sunday nights and it helped because we had to abide by the hours in Australia compared to where we were in Texas. Yeah, that's
1: a great example. And, and I remember that very well. That was we were really, you know, amazed by how digital media like global media works and, you know, you cannot expect things that can happen in a digital world.
0: No, definitely not. So, uh let's move on to another one. Uh, give me an example of market analytics and really how it drives a uh, product. So
1: product, it's, uh, and I think product is just one arm of marketing, you know, so it, it all boils down to, even though some product uh, people may not agree, <laughs> uh, but I think that product is just one arm of marketing. Uh, yeah. you know, I think uh, what you drive in the market, it really what matters and how you develop the product. And there's a lot of great examples. So one example, you know, when we were uh, doing some research in one of my previous organizations in terms of uh, what to offer the customers where the customers were looking forward for a free option. Uh, we didn't have any free option in that particular product, uh, but we went ahead and listened to our customers and we gave out uh, the free option for people to sign up and that uh, significantly increased uh, the demand for the product. So, So the whole theme here is once you see your trends, once you look at the data, digital data, uh, your offline data, and you see a particular trend that the users wants to first try your product before they want to actually invest their time and money, uh, I think marketing analytics can provide a huge uh, benefit in terms of telling you what exactly you need to do. Now, some cases you may don't want to give the product for free, but some cases it might be A smaller or a subsidized version of the product. So let's say if you're offering a premium version, it might be better to offer uh, a simpler, uh, you know, the startup version of the product uh, and give it to the audience. So I think marketing analytics influences the product and product marketing uh, quite a bit.
0: Great answer. Um, So actually, let's move on to the next one. Um, So this is what are the most commonly used marketing analytics tools today? And actually, how do they benefit marketers? So, you know, maybe if you want to start with, you know, let's say I'm a, you know, beginner marketer or I'm in a startup and I'm really trying to, you know, uh, build out a tool set, marketing analytics tool set for my company. I wear multiple hats. I basically do everything. How can I go and, and really um, choose a marketing analytics tool and not spend a ton of money. So let, let's start with that. <laughs> I one think
1: you're opening a can of worms. You know, this is one of my favorite topics. Yeah, <laughs> marketing analytics tools, because and, and, and there's there's a reason behind it. Because marketing analytics technology space is just exploding. And, and this guy, you know, Scott Brinker from Chief Martech, he follows these marketing analytics technology, and he has put together this infographic that shows all these different marketing technology and basically if you look at that image I'm pretty sure you've seen that one is all small pixels listed out there
0: yeah yeah I've seen that one yeah, it it's a little scary. scary
1: and every single day and and I go to these uh, trade shows and uh, conferences you see these conferences uh, is filled with all vendors, you know, everybody is off, someone, someone is offering email technology, someone is offering social media, someone is offering a very particular way to look at your influencer score, there's marketing automation, so there's a lot. Uh, I think, uh, and I think it's very important for, you know, first, first point is very important for organizations to have a marketing technology specialist, a person, a dedicated person. That, that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great point. I mean, I, I think and, 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 you know, it, you know, not to ruin your flow here, but I think the most important thing is that people, the the management comes in to say, I want to do this and I have these big ambitions, but they don't hire the right person to be able to manage it. And then they hire sometimes the tools that nobody can manage. Right. Nobody really understands. You don't You don't take an average marketer who's been working in print and radio their whole life and tell them to start uh, managing their Google Analytics. It's just not going to happen.
1: Absolutely not. And I think the hiring part is the most important. Um, so in order for your organization to have the marketing analytics technology piece figured out, uh, you need to have the right resource, including, you know, including the people and the personnel who can handle these technology, uh, who knows technology very well, uh, and who knows how these technologies fit together, because that's the other problem that, you know, that was going to get to. First is, you know, um, having the right people in the organization to solve the marketing technology problem. Uh, And then second, is to connect these marketing technologies so they can start talking together. Because now, as you were saying, these technologies are operating in silos. You have your user experience group. They're running their stuff in silo. You have your digital marketing team that is working in silo. You have your uh, qualification team working in silo, web team, and IT. So there's a lot of teams and a lot of different tools, and everybody has their favorite tools. You know, and So how can we bring this all together? I think the marketing technologists... Uh, with the help of IT, with the help of uh, uh, integrations, can bring the data together. Uh, We make the data available in the data warehouse. But getting directly to your question, uh, I I think the most commonly used marketing technology, I think the basic fundamental to start with digital analytics. That's the fundamental, right? When you have a website, you have a digital or mobile property the first thing you need to start with basic digital or what you used to call it web analytics uh, and then build upon it. Then you can add your customer CRM data, the social media data, your marketing automations, your campaign management, and all those sort of things. So what's your thought on this?
0: No, I completely agree. It's what what they call death by data or whatever the phrase is. And and. The last thing you want to do is to be able to pull in multiple levels of data. You know, you're a small mom and pop shop and, and you, you think you have to go get Sugar CRM or Salesforce or something big like that to integrate with Google Analytics and you're sitting there over your head. And you know what you do? You spend your entire week crunching data. That's not how it should work. You know, in, in my mind, you know, really truly having uh, a powerful marketing analytics process. And platform within your own company uh, allows for a lot of automation to happen. You know, it allows for you to be able to run a lot of things, run a lot of numbers, ingest those numbers, identify how those numbers can affect you know your business, and not just spend all day every day looking at spreadsheets. It's you know, and I think that comes back to the question of you know what is the role of the marketing analytics person. And, and I want your thoughts on this. Is that I don't think that the average marketing analytics person, their job is really just to crunch numbers. I think it's more than that. I think their job is to go out there and translate that and help make decisions and sit in those meetings and bring life to the data.
1: I th- I think that marketing analytics has evolved, right? It, it has completely evolved from what it used to be to what it is now. I think marketing analytics uh, uh, department or people or personnel, they are – the wave of the future it, it is they they have the power they have the data they have the information you know when mm-hmm. you say the data is a new oil they have the oil to power this engine you call this organization uh so i i definitely think yeah. that uh, and I, I talked about this in one of my blog posts where i talked about the uh, how analytics person can be the leaders of the future uh, uh so i think you brought up a great point here, how marketing analytics people need to be considered as a a critical piece of the organization. They need to be involved in these critical decisions Um, is not just be, you know, a lot of organizations think, oh, well, you know, we did our research, we did our strategy, this is what the leadership says, let's, now let's look at the data. That's not the way it works. I think the data comes first and data drives the organizational decision uh, and it's going to become more and more important. To use data sources
0: okay and so just to really let, let, let's take a step back and make sure we just truly answer this question if you know if you could give me a list of just common marketing analytics tools if somebody were to say I just need a list tell me which ones to go look I would at would say
1: go look at Scott Brinkley's if you're if you're a guy. <laughs> No, okay. I, I, no, I, I, you know. So okay. if you want to say like the top, I would say <laughs> instead of giving the actual names of the technology, uh, I would say you know we can put them in categories. If if we were to put them in categories, I would say the top, uh, the five categories will be first will be your digital analytics. So you cover your base. You have the basic web analytics. The second will be your marketing automation. So when you're capturing names, you're capturing leads. You have your CRM integration. So and then you you can follow yep. up with the customer. So marketing automation is number two. Number three is social technology. Now, there are a lot of different technology that can help you run social. So measurement tools in social. There is campaign management tool in social. Uh, So I think that's the number three. Number four is your advertising technology. So advertising covers your uh, paid advertising, media, media buys, uh, your Google Ads network, and all of those. And last but not the least is your uh performance measurement technology which is like campaign measurement so if you have an overarching campaign measurement software that can put all of your data in there you know and measure end to end campaign results so i think that's the five uh technologies that the marketers can start with anything that you think i missed here
0: no i think that's a great point i really think you know the role of the marketers decide when to go from from, you know, step one to step two to three to four to five, you know, it, it's almost like you feel like you have to outgrow outgrow it. You know, you really, what a marketer never wants to do, a marketing analytics person never wants to do is leave data on the table. Every piece of data is important. So once you feel like you can fully use the data that you have in front of you, then you should be able to move on to the next step, move on to the next level of marketing analytics. So that's good. Uh so let's go on to our last question for today. Um, so th- this is going to be a good one. This, this is where I'm asking you to give me kind of your, you know, your old school experience and then l- let's give some big vision stuff here. So how has marketing analytics really evolved over the past decade? Um, let, let's start with that part. And, and let, let's say this is 2015. Let's start with 2005. Since 2005 to 2015, how really has marketing analytics evolved?
1: And I think it's a very important question. In 2005, and if you're talking specifically about the, the changing digital world, in 2005, we had very limited data and analytics capabilities. As a matter of fact, there was not a particular marketing analytics role, per se. The analytics role was siloed to the IT departments. So a lot of organizations, they had the you know their BI team, business intelligence team, which was kind of part of... Uh, the IT team or reporting to CIO. Uh, so this role, the analytics function was a sitting in the BI where BI's job was to just pull the data that's available inside of the data warehouse and provide it in some formats and reports, uh, you know, multiple different options uh, in like crystal reports was one of the, one of the popular one. Excel is another popular one uh, and provide this reports to the organization in different organizations, sales, marketing, HR and marketing, uh, they didn't have any specific analytical functionality. Very few organization, I would say, maybe like a futuristic organization may have this. But most of the organization, they just had a dependence on BI and used this Excel or Crystal Reports and run with it. Uh, yeah, that was, that was 2005. Now, 10 years, a decade later, things have changed. Uh, I think marketing team has completely redefined the role of analytics in the organization to the extent of the... Uh, hiring an entire department. So marketing operations is becoming a a crucial piece to it. Marketing intelligence and analytics, uh, digital intelligence, I've seen a lot of different places. I've seen marketing technology and analytics being combined together and forming a crucial component of the entire marketing group group reporting to CMO. Uh, So I think it has significantly evolved and significantly changed and not to mention it has created... A lots of opportunities and lots of new jobs that were not available before.
0: And I think you know to to you know to add to your point, I I think it involves that conversation we had just a little bit earlier, talking about the role of the marketing analytics person, because as you say, back in two thousand five. Marketing was on the receiving end of that business uh, intelligence team data, and their job was to be a tactical team to just act on what the BI team Mm -hmm. told them to do. Now, the marketing analytics person sits within that meeting and helps to interpret that data and really helps to drive the business. And, And so the role of the marketing analyst or the analytics person within marketing really has grown tremendously since 2005 and 2015, over the past decade. And as you can see, especially in HR departments, I mean, go to LinkedIn, there are a ton of jobs out there for this, and we'll be talking about that in a later podcast. Um, so last question of the day, uh, so give me your future state. Where do you see um, you know marketing analytics evolving into the future?
1: I think uh, marketing analytics is going to be taking a much more prominent space on the table. Uh, it directly connecting to the CMO level, the chief executive officer level, providing them the intelligence to the organization. Uh, and I also see uh, you know kind of the automation piece taking much more space here because there's a lot of data, a lot of different technologies. So there may be a chance that few marketing roles that are just providing basic level of information and data, they may be completely eliminated to give space to some advanced level roles that deals with you know, data strategy. Uh, a, a artificial intelligence sort of technology inside of marketing that does a lot of data processing and makes it available. And you know, there's already some technologies that does some sort of automation on its own. Uh, and new roles such as you know, p- p- which is coming, becoming very prominent, like chief data officer, uh, will come continue to expand, and more and more organizations will start thinking in the direction of chief data officer, which will pave way for the past chief information officer. As chief information officer is now very limited to IT, so lots of lots of changes coming. So I would definitely urge the listeners to continue to hearing and listening our conversation uh, in the next few podcasts that we're going to be doing. In uh, I think we're going to share lots of nuggets and s- talk about how the industry is changing. But before that, uh, do you want to do you want to sum up what we talked about today? Like what are the key takeaways? Like five, four different points that users can take from. listeners can take from today's call
0: yeah sure sure so I, I think really you know as we discussed today you know around the first question was you know why should businesses focus on on analytics within the marketing department you know the first thing there is you need to have a seat at the table if you want to be involved with marketing analytics if you have the data if you have the ability to be able to take the power of that data and and have it affect you know operations and manufacturing finance sales product and hr you need to have a seat at that table it is a very important field within uh the new way of doing business the new way of doing marketing and every business should really make an effort to identify and find a very specialized person for this role don't just take an average marketer take a marketer who has an interest in that data Take a marketer who really wants to understand really how that data is affecting the way the business changes and evolves and how it reacts throughout the season. Second one, you know, we talked about uh, how can it drive decisions. You know, if you're a marketing analytics person, take a seat at the table within finance. Go sit with operations and manufacturing and share your data with them. You know, be sure you're in the sales huddle. Go talk with a sales leader and really be their point you know their point of data be there be there to give them the data that they need to be able to make the right decisions for their hiring uh you you'd be amazed at how receptive they are to that because you know really sales they want to make money product go sit with the product team and especially hr you know really make friends with your hr department to really understand you know how this data is really going to drive the hiring process that they have. The last thing you want to do is, you know, HR gets a mandate for management that we just need to hire. And you come in with some trending data to identify that, you know, I'm sorry that the trend's not going to be as fast as you are. And the last thing we want to do is hire a bunch of people that we're going to have to let go in the next few months, especially in sales. Um, thirdly, we got to, you know, really understand what are the most uh, commonly used marketing tools out there and a uh, smear. I went through a list of the different levels. Really what my, you know, my advice to that is start slow. Start with something you can manage. Start with something you can control. Make sure that you really understand the data that you have in front of you and be able to interpret that data completely and fully understand it. The last thing you want to do is to get over your head. You know what? There's a lot of trainings out there. Um, You know, there's a lot of different free courses, paid courses out there that can train you on really how to use and read marketing uh, data and marketing analytics to be able to use that to benefit your company. And lastly, we talked about really you know, how it's evolved from the past decade, 2005 and 2015, and really how it's going to evolve in the future. I say if this is what you have passion for. Stick with it. It'll only get better.
1: Fantastic.
0: So anything no, that's else to add, That's perfect.
1: Samir? That's great. Great summary.
0: Okay, so um, thank you everybody for joining Analytics today. I am your co host, Jeremy Roberts, and with me is Samir Khan. And we're uh, happy you guys could join us today, and we look forward to the next one. See you guys in the air.
1: See you guys.